Welcome to Novo Time, episode 18. My name is Robert Les, I'm one of your hosts, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, guys? Wow, we are back. We're we, alive! We survived. <laughs> Joel, how you doing, man? We went we went through a hurricane. This week was absolutely bananas. I'm, I'm injured. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in a lot of pain, but we're here, guys. We're here. We made it. The indirect effects of Irma. Obed wasn't hurt directly from Irma, but <laughs> close enough. It's the aftermath. The aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's was one of those things for those of you who don't remember or maybe just new to the podcast. Obed and I are located out of Central Florida, so um, you know we we did get hit by Irma. It wasn't the worst because you know obviously the Keys or you know the Gulf those places they really got hit bad. Um, so we didn't get hit as bad as it could have been. Um, so we're very thankful that that you know it could have could have been a whole lot worse. Um, there's still those out there that you know our our thoughts are with them and definitely uh you know hoping that they get the help that they need and you know it's think you know especially for those who lost lives you know thank goodness it was minimal compared to what it could have been but you know it's still a sad thing nonetheless but you know it's a lot of a lot of rebuilding that's going to go on here but you know even the governor himself said this here you know uh, we can rebuild your home but we can't rebuild your life so you know it's one of those things you had to do what you had to do and we're back we're we're back in this thing and irma we're glad to have you over with <laughs> yeah, man, it was crazy. Like you said, um, you know, our, our thoughts are, are with the guys down in uh, Southwest Florida. They got they got hit pretty bad, uh, and and even the uh, some of the some of the guys in the uh, East Coast uh, got hit pretty oh, bad yeah. uh, because of the surf and and you know the coast winds and all that. Uh, it was it was a rough time for a lot of people. Um, we're we it's funny because we were just talking about it because uh, we we got a a, a vacate kind of like a vacation out of this, you know, not not to uh, brag about it or says like, hey, but something positive, you know, at least we got some time to put our things in order and rest up and and be re-energized for when we go back to work um, next week. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but a lot's happened, Joel. What's up? What's uh, what you been up to? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Irma took a lot of that that time away uh, from me, hoping you know to, to to get into gaming and whatnot. I, I did end up you know uh, you know not staying at my place, and when I finally came back, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, it's weird. Like, with, with a hurricane, when it hits you, like it it takes energy out of you, even if you didn't do anything. Like, it just makes you want to sleep. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know if you felt similarly. Yeah, it it is. Yeah. 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 So like, it just wore me out. So like, I feel like I got a day of like refresh and, and get better you know to kind of recuperate kind of thing and and then you know taking care of um on this side i've been getting my planning together for new york comic-con for those of you who are not familiar um but what i mentioned this in the past that i am going to be going to new york comic-con this year so expect some coverage from me um straight from the actual event itself i'm sure i'll be posting stuff on our instagram and other social media so Please stay connected with us. It's another good plug there to see what, what's going on. Um, but also, um, you know, so I've just been going through a lot of the planning process because last week they just announced officially uh, the panels that are going to be going on. And uh, I'm one of those people that I like to not just go for panels. I balance out the show floor and the items being sold. Um, but, you know, I also ha- know that, like, you travel, you know, to New York for this thing. You better get, you know, some panels that only you and the people who who make it there can be in the room to experience and, and i'm all about that experience so i'm um, hoping to hit up some some of the cool marvel stuff that's going to be there i know the punisher is going to have a a panel in madison square garden so that's pretty exciting nice. i'm hoping to get into that one we'll see um so yeah just you know going through and my badges came in the mail so i got my, my badges in so i don't have to wait in that long you know will call line i could just get right into the building Sweet. Um, yeah, so, so I'm getting pretty much set. I got the app with, with, with my schedule and notifications. I mean, I'm setting up everything, guys. It's going to be an in-depth, fun, sweaty time uh, at New York <laughs> Comic Con. And the cool thing, the funny thing is they have a Capcom panel there. And I was like, oh, man, if Obed was here, man, he, I'm sure you would love to go to that one. <laughs> yeah, and actually, it's, it's funny because I was going to bring it up, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, Joel, that's exciting, man. Uh, that's, uh, that's hype. That's hype. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much been, you know, outside of just life in general, that's been a fun little escape getting prepped for all of that. And there's so many details between, you know, trains to ride and, 
you know, Ubers to take and all these different things. So, but it, it's going to be a fun, fun time. I look forward to it. But yeah. what, what have you been up to, Obed? Yeah, yeah, like you said, just making, you know, preparations for the storm and, and, and got hurt. But I did get a lot of time to do a lot of gaming stuff. Um, two big updates from the last time that I talked to you guys about uh, two games I was playing. Um, Joel, I, I got to finish near Automata. And uh, hands down, that game is a storytelling masterpiece. Nice. Like, like it is... And I'm not going to go into the story because it, it is convoluted. It is a lot to unpack. Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, it was one of the uh, strongest stories I have seen in any type of media, not just video games. Um, because it just sparks this... Uh, it, it, it makes you think about things. And when, when something makes you think about your life yeah <laughs> and your I mean, your existence wow. and 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 you know and and all that it's it's it, it was it was profound it was it was very very good um the, the the combat gets a little repetitive because you you do have to do certain things twice and and just the play style the weapons doesn't really ch- change up the variety on the combat that much um but you can you can play around with it and you can just come up with new new stuff to do combat wise but story wise man i mean i i gotta say that um i really appreciate what they did and, and this is probably just a, a japanese storytelling uh a thing but uh you know joe how in in a lot of western games and uh movies when they try to get a message across about uh, i don't know existentialism and god and 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 what does it mean to be alive? It usually it comes across kind of preachy, right? Yeah, yeah, very, very in your face. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's usually very in your face, very preachy. When you watch a movie, when it, you know it touches on on these t- sort of subjects, and when you play some of the Western games, Western RPGs, or or it could be a story-driven game, it's 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 on the nose. It's very preachy. This game, uh, it, it just makes you think it's like i'm not gonna tell you what to think but but think interesting it's and uh and i absolutely loved it it was phenomenal um uh, man i i played three games this year that are like game of the year quality and and i i'm, I'm ready to take a break from that because it's been it's been exhausting um <laughs> so so i'll probably just take my break now and then uh, next year um, whenever probably God of War comes out, then I'll probably grab that and Ooh, nice and see and see where where that goes. Um, but yeah, that's a update, a big update one, big update two. Uh, remember that I mentioned that I was playing the Dissidia Final Fantasy beta, right? Yes. So I was able to get more time on that. Uh, I was able to do four matches online. I I won all four. <laughs> um, so I mean I, I played the the PSP version extensively and and it's very very different from the PSP version because it's a three on three different things and you know it's a very different game but it it was a it was familiar enough where I was able to you know uh, win win those those four matches no no problem and uh, it was good uh, again it's it's really not a fighting game because it, it the the first one was more of like an arena fighting game. Uh, this this feels more like a MOBA. So you get an arena, you get a team, and you get a versus team, and then you get to magic it until someone wins, basically. Wow. Um, so I, I see where where this has be a, a huge esports potential, especially with you know how popular Final Fantasy characters are, uh, and this this would be a game that would do. I think phenomenally on, on esports over in Asia and in certain circuits here in the uh, in the U.S. Uh, so we'll see where that goes. Um, and then cause you mentioned you mentioned uh, Capcom, Joe. I I I I did it. I pre-ordered Marvel. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, he did it, guys. I I did it. It's official. So it's like it's coming out Tuesday. So I knew you were gonna get it, though. I don't know. Deep down inside, I was like, this guy's <laughs> gonna get it. And I, I wish I, you know what, 
I, I broke down and, and did it. It was like, it, it got to the point where it was like, I was watching a lot of gameplay and it, it just looks really good. And, and I see the amount of polish that, uh, that, that Capcom has put in the last few weeks. And, uh, and they, they got me, you know, they, they impressed me. And it was like, you know what? I'll, I'll support this thing. I'll, uh, I'll play it. I'll see where it goes. Um, I know that it's, um, the the guys at Marvel are, are very happy with it, from what I've heard, and um, the uh, there's a, a huge DLC potential where you know where they can keep adding characters. Um, it's gonna be a platform. It, this, one of one of these games that is gonna be in for a long time. Um, so we'll see where it goes. Um, I pre-order it, so I'll let you guys know uh, my, what I think about it. Um, other than that, man, I I did. Spend a lot of time playing games this week because I've been at home. So, <laughs> yeah, doing that Battlefront. Oh, oh, guys, PSA: the Star Wars Battlefront uh, season pass is free on all platforms right now up until the first week in October. Yes. Yep. So uh, it was fifty dollars originally when it came out. <laughs> so free now, man, for fifty bucks. It was expensive, Joel, because the content that you get is not that much. Wow! It's what you get is cool because I played a lot of it this morning. What what you what you get? Uh, what you get? It's cool, but fifty dollars. It's it's a lot. I mean, uh, it, it's not a whole you know extra game. Uh, but uh, I played this morning again, Joel, and I, I did okay. I did okay. I I'm terrible at the uh, vehicle battles oh my gosh <laughs> but on foot but on foot i did i did okay i still do okay on that um but uh yeah on that i like uh, i had mentioned to you that i started iron fist i'm liking it so far um good only only uh by by far colleen's my favorite character oh she's awesome uh, yeah and uh the 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 uh the Meachams, you know ward and and the and and the uh, and the dad are are i i don't like i to me their acting is really stiff so i i just don't like them <laughs> uh, i know that a lot of people complain about danny rand i have no problem with uh with uh with danny because he was like oh he's like too whiny and it's like ah, it's fine i don't because he's getting accustomed to you know things coming back and you know he coming him coming back and all that so I, I think I, I think him. a lot of the hate on him had to do with some of the behind the scenes stuff of you know people wanting a different actor. I I, don't, I think it's hate on the actor, not not necessarily his real performance. And <laughs> I feel bad that unfortunately that's clouded some people's judgment. You have to look at it subjectively, and he's doing I think well with what the source material was given to him. Yeah, yeah, and I I I, I like it. Um. I watched episode six today, which was very good so far. The best episode. Nice. Um, and I, I'm liking it so far. So I'm, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to do Defenders afterwards. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's that's it, man. It just like I said, at home watched a bunch of movies over the weekend, and uh, tired. <laughs> I'm still not. I'm still in a lot of pain. I haven't taken my drugs today. I didn't want to be loopy on the podcast, so <laughs> so I'll leave that for uh for after the podcast. <laughs> uh, but uh, but Joel, we have we have a few things to talk about. I know that we had an, an original list for last week, um, but we weren't able to do the show. But but for this week, there's a there's a whole bunch of new stuff that's uh, that's going on. Yeah, yeah, we had to shuffle things around a little bit, so apologies, guys, from last week, you know, obviously because of us not being able to do the show, there's some things we just straight up had to cut out, uh, and then, like you said, there's some new stuff here, and I think the number one new thing that everyone's talking about, I'm, I'm going to stores, I'm going different places, gym, whatever, you're overhearing people's conversations, and the biggest thing everyone's talking about right now is, hey, have you heard about the new iPhone X? Uh, now... Obed and I, it's no secret, we both are iPhone owners, um, so, you know, we, we I think, I, funny, when I, when I met you, we both had Androids, um, did, we both yeah. switched to iPhone at the same time, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was at the same time we switched, and I had never previously owned an iPhone, I don't know if you did, um, I had a work iPhone before, before that, but not personal, 
Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so like that was our first like full on switch there. So I, I've I've seen what Android can Androids can do at Samsung Galaxy. So you know HTC's before then, and you know I've been happy with you know with with Android in general. But really, when I switched to iPhone, I love the simplicity of iPhone. I love the um, the interface, the UI. Um, the features it, it is it really is a personal phone it's it's really a highly recommended phone I, I recommend for people with all that being said um, it feels like every time a new iPhone's released it's the same thing uh, but just a small modification since okay it runs faster and takes pretty pictures I I'm not gonna lie Obed this iPhone X it looks really good to me I, I think I've gotten bit by the iPhone by the Apple uh, Apple bug, but I, I it's too much money, a thousand dollars. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I, I I there's no way around. It's too much money. But I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that I definitely would like to have this phone because it looks awesome. It it looks really nice. I really like the screen. I'm glad they they finally went with OLED. Um, I think the improvements on the camera are really nice as well. Uh, but just the just the bezel design with that new screen looks so nice, and um, it makes it look like 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 what Tim Cook said is like the iPhone of the future. You know, it, it is. It's the next step forward. Uh, I mean, uh, I I really like because I I watched the uh, the the press conference. Um, so I was thinking, I was like, yeah, that the eight plus because they also announced the eight. Yes. Uh, no one's talking about the eight. <laughs> Poor eight, man. Uh, so the 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 eight, we may be able to get good deals on. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, realistically, people are just gonna wait for the X, and uh, you know. But it, it, again, it's gonna be a high roller phone. You know, you you know, you're not gonna get your kids uh, unless dads, you know, and moms and dads just just like to, you know, uh, pamper their kids with you know this type of expensive toys and whatnot but we live in america there will be some kids carrying this rightfully or wrongfully unfortunately we will see it for sure but it's it's the high roller phone you know it's oh yeah this is it you know this is the the one to set you apart um interesting note uh joel the samsung galaxy note the next next one that's coming out uh Uh i think it's coming out next month right or pretty soon if if i'm wrong um that one's 950 uh, I believe MSRP, so it's only a fifty dollar difference from um, from the uh, X. Um, but uh, the uh, eight plus looks really nice to me. I would like to have one of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I the eight didn't look bad to me at all. But once it started showing like the portrait mode and obviously the the new um, like home button, like you have a full screen. The size of it is the same as a plus. It's a little bit bigger, actually. I mean, I don't, I don't bigger. know. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger because, like, I have a 6s plus, and uh, it's you know five and a half, and this is like 5.8, I think, inches. So it's bigger, yeah. um, and I mean, you know, helps your eyes out as you get younger. So that's that's not a complaint at all. Uh, I I love the, the the portrait mode. I think that's one of the biggest things that I took took away yeah. from it. Like I'm I am one of those people who I love photography like just just for the fun of it um i find joy in going to scenic places and just you know capturing the moment in a nice crisp photo and with what I've, the photos i've taken with my iphone i've got some really good ones so um you know yeah, i love too. that i love that so if i can get even better photos with this i'm not gonna lie it, it does intrigue me yeah yeah that camera looks really nice i have a i have a success um i didn't go for the plus because i feel like the plus is is it's too big for me for what I use it. I'm, 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 I'm a very mobile person. I'm always on, you know, running around and, you know, at work. And, uh, I kind of like, like, like grabbing my phone and just putting it in my pocket and just run out and things like that. So I, I feel like the, like the plus is a little bit bigger. Uh, you know, it's a little, a little bit too big for my liking. Uh, and the same, same goes for the X. I think it's a little bit, a little too big. Um, I wish that we would have that camera on the the body of the the regular eight. Oh yeah, um, because the eight just comes with a single camera, so you don't get portrait mode, you don't get you know a lot of those features. Um, but I, I I really like that eight. Uh, I think I think I may go for that um, unless I can find a, a nice deal on an X. 
Uh, I'm not due for a new phone for a few months, so I don't I don't mind waiting. Uh, and my my phone works perfectly fine, so I, I have no problems with that either. Um, <laughs> and what do you think uh, about the wireless charging? I mean, that's that's pretty neat. Yeah. So, oh, two things. So the wireless charging has uh, been around. Like Samsung had it yep. already on previous models. Uh, Google had it on previous mo- on their on the Nexus phones. Um, in the past, um, that's I mean it was long overdue for iPhone uh, for for them to get wireless charging. Uh, I know I, I saw a lot of people making a big deal about the phone unlock with your face. Uh, that's been Google has had that feature since like 2012 <laughs> uh, on on the Nexus phones. Um, and granted, it, it works differently because it works on points. This one. Uh, because it has the two cameras up front, it just basically uh, has a, a 3D model of your face, and that's how you can create those animated emojis, which are really cool, by the way. Um, but the, the technology that you're using for that face unlock is similar to what Microsoft's been using with the Surface. Again, they Microsoft's been using it for a couple of years already. Even the, the Xbox, Surface. when they had that in the first Xbox One models with the Kinect. With the Kinect, yeah, because it has dual cameras, so they were able to do that. Uh, so that same technology that the Kinect has, uh, Microsoft had it on the um, uh, on the Surface as well, on both the Surface Pro 3 and the Surface Book, if I'm not wrong. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it looks nice. It's a very nice-looking device for sure. Um, I would actually, uh, I, instead of going for one of those uh, X's, I would go for an A plus and one of those watches because that's, uh, that was so cool, man. Do you get cell signal on your watch and you don't have to carry around your phone? And if you leave your phone at your desk and you have to run, do something at work and you get a call, you know that they're calling you. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's pretty revolutionary. Uh, that, would, that, to me, was the biggest thing that they announced. Uh, they also announced the uh, Apple TV 4K. Um, we knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah. 179 is not a bad price for, for that type of device, so it's uh, uh, it's pretty good. And they actually did a very pro-consumer move as well, Joel. If you own a, an HD movie already and you buy the... Uh, Apple TV 4K, you you get a you get a 4K upgrade for free on the movie. So, oh wow, yeah. So they're doing that. So very pro consumer move there. I I that's I applaud that because not a lot of people do that. No, no, they try to cash in, but that's a way to yeah. get people converted and buy it. Um, yeah, exactly. The the thing though, I think that makes this um, the most the most like you know, will it succeed? Will it not succeed? Is uh, you know as as the as it goes out on the market, you know how does it, um, like how how is it going to really revolutionize, like the way people use their phones? You know, I mean, you said the facial recognition already exists. Photos, you could, photos, any phone could take a, a photo. You know, this takes better photos. Um, you know, but if people are just looking at it and they say, you know, it's, it costs a thousand dollars and it does, you know. It, does the same stuff as my other phone just does it better and i don't need better i just need good enough which is most consumers i think um they're you know will we see the eight sell better than the x like i want to see the sales for this thing i think i think apple has realistic like expectations of like you know a low point and and they hope it exceeds in the sense because of how you know how much it costs but uh i'd just be curious to see like is this going to hold up long and you have now you're launching this iPhone X. Like, what happens now after this if you have the next iteration of X? Like, what are you going to call it after that, too? The naming is a little bit of a problem. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I think the X is going to, it's basically going to be a test for, because they're not calling it the X, they're calling it the 10. Um, you know, they're calling, so they're skipping nine. So, kind of like Microsoft I'm, did with Windows. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'm assuming that when the next uh, iPhone comes out next year, that we'll be looking at something similar to the iPhone 10, and then we'll get like a like a, a souped-up ver- a souped-up version of the iPhone 10. So we, you're gonna have your regular iPhones, and then you're gonna have your your premium iPhones, just like they they showed those Hermes. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, belts for the uh, for the watch. Would you go for fourteen hundred dollars? By the way, 
Whew. Yeah. So, I mean, just like they showed those things, uh, you know, they they can just keep selling the the X as their premium device. Uh, I know that this year is going to be pretty much impossible to find one. Oh uh, yeah. I think they're I think they're just going to do really really well with at least the initial shipments. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cool, a lot, a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, we don't normally do do tech news like that, but it's a it's a big deal. Uh, you know, people are talking about it, so uh, we wanna wanted to give you guys our opinions. And uh, I I think it's it's a great device. It's very impressive. I mean, we, yeah, it's got me tempted. Yeah, love it, love 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 or hate Apple. You know, um, they they make solid devices, and that there's no denying it. You know, so. Yeah, definitely. But what's our what's our some of our gaming news? I know you got some gaming news for us. Uh, yeah, yeah, a, a couple of things. Um, one one thing that actually leaked. Um, there's a uh, a couple of retailers in Europe actually leaked out um, a, a a platinum games bundle is basically a Bayonetta, the first Bayonetta, and Vanquish on a bundle for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, and they will uh, apparently they will support PS4 Pro and One uh, X, and uh, with you know native 4K on both uh, 4K 60 frames per second on both games. So um, I'm curious to see if this thing is real because this is a day one purchase for me, man. Yeah, and it's cool that they got it bundled on both consoles. Like, I mean, yes, it. I think it's probably gonna do better in like the Asian market on like you know PlayStation just because of availability of the yeah. console. But I mean, it's it's a good move, I think. Yeah, and uh, these two games are games that are uh, were overlooked. Um, just to find Bayonetta in good shape on on both the 360 and PS3. Uh, it's kind of hard now. You can still find them, but it's you know you can you have to dig around a little bit. Uh, and Vanquish, I believe you can still find. But man, these two games were probably the two one of the one of the better games of the last generation that no one played. Wow. Uh, and and this is highly recommended. I think Vanquish is the best shooter ever made. So and that, that's my. That me, that's, you said that to me before. I remember that. Yeah, that's my opinion. But I think Vanquish is the best shooter ever, um, hands down. It's like it's it's not it's not a long game. It's a game that that's you know seven eight nine hours long. Um, you know, it doesn't have multiplayer, but you know, it's 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 one of those games that are just fun to play. It's fun. It's nice. fast paced. Um, it's it's different from all other shooters so it's very unique uh bayonetta it's it's probably i dare to say the best character action game uh ever made um closely if if not i mean it's on par with devil may cry 3 uh, which is a phenomenal phenomenal game but bayonetta is just so crazy and over the top that is so good wow it's and it's it's cringy it's it's one of those games that are it's really cringy and uh, you know, it's gotten a lot of flack because of you know how how you know sexy Bayonetta is and all that, but it's 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 a fun time. It's just a fun game, man. Um, so uh, and if 4K. you 4K and yeah, and if you have a pro and and if you if you'll get an Xbox One X and and you want to play these games in native 4K, go ahead. It's uh, I know that a lot of people. Uh, I I like I said, it's day one purchase for me. Um, because I, I want to play uh, Bayonetta uh, at full 60. Uh, unfortunately, the PS3 version, uh, it's the frame rate is really, really choppy. Uh, and it, it's like runs at like 35 frames a second. It's weird. Um, so I'm, I, I'm glad to be able to actually jump in and play this at 60. Same with Vanquish. Vanquish runs at 30 on PS3. Um, so to play this game at 60 with all the craziness going on in the screen, yeah, I'm down for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. No, I mean, I, I, yeah, it's funny you said that it's uh, one of the games that that totally was missed out on in the last generation. I, I'd be completely honest to say I missed out on it. I didn't play it. I heard a lot of great things about um, particularly Vanquish. Um, so it's a good bundle. Get both games. Yeah. Um, Joe, big, big Star Wars news uh, that happened last week that we were going to talk about, 
on the show, but then uh, then someone swooped in to the rescue. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, like in a matter of, a, I'm actually kind of glad that we didn't cover this, so that way now we can kind of do like a big roundabout of what really tra- transpired. Um, but Star Wars uh, Episode Nine lost its director um, just last week. We right before we were gonna record, we had this whole mm-hmm. thing set up uh, that we we're gonna talk about. You know, what's going on Colin Trevorrow and him leaving and. Um, you know, I, there's a lot of rumors as to why, uh, I believe he was fired personally. I don't believe that, uh, you know, he, you know, it was creative differences as, as they like to say. Um, and I don't think it's because he's necessarily a bad person by any means. Um, I don't think this is like the, um, Josh Trank, you know, (laughs) leaving the Star Wars, you know, like that was bad. I think, you know, (laughs) Fantastic Four was terrible and I'm on the record for that. Uh, but I think with this, it's a similar ish in the sense that the person, they really believe that he's a creative person. Um, but when you look at a movie like The Book of Henry, uh, I didn't watch it, but critically, it was just ripped apart. Um, I think it was like 20%, I want to say, in Rotten Tomatoes. That's bad. You know, if it's like 40%, I'll give you a chance because it's like, you know, it's not, not probably not gonna be great, but it's like four out of ten people will actually like like this movie. That's almost half of the audience, right? But yeah, in this situation, huh? Yeah, isn't isn't like Iron Man two like around forty on Rotten Tomatoes? Exactly. It's still a good movie. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's a fair analysis. But then when you look at something like like this, it's like only twenty percent. Like that means, yeah, you're. I mean, probably even those two people out of the ten that watch it, they're probably like, oh, we found enjoyment, but this isn't great by any means. And that was supposed to be like one of his passion project kind of films. So if they, you're kind of afraid to give the reins to somebody like Colin Trevorrow after seeing something like that, so a, a franchise that is doing well, those their movies, you know, they they bringing the fans back in. Um, you know, with with uh, you know, The Force Awakens, and then you know, after letting him go, after letting Javaro go, they went exactly in the direction of what happened with Force Awakens, and they brought back into the rescue J.J. Abrams. Um, and J.J. Abrams is not only directing, but he's also writing it. He's co-writing with Chris Terrio, but he's the director and writer of, of Episode Nine, and I'm happy with that news. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I know that a lot of people, especially on Twitter, um. When when it happened, I was like, "Oh, here we go. We're gonna get a remake of Return of the Jedi," and uh, it's it's gonna be all right. J.J. Uh, Abrams has proven that he's more than capable, uh, and he's earned um, Lucasfilm's trust uh, on working on, on this type of projects. Uh, again, yeah, like you said, I think Trevor was fire, and um, I, I don't. I, <laughs> I heard a joke. Uh, uh, someone made a joke. It's like they they probably someone uh, uh, overnight slipped in uh, a DVD copy of the Book of Henry under uh, Kathleen Kennedy's door, office door, and she saw it in the morning, and then watched the movie, <laughs> and then she fired him. So I, I don't know. I mean, again, uh, uh, Jurassic World was fun. Um, oh yeah. Like like you said, he's a creative person. I don't think he's a bad person at all. Based on what I heard, like people was like, oh, you know, bummer that he's no longer attached to the project because he's a nice guy and he likes Star Wars, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, like he's getting support um, because he's he, apparently he's a nice guy. It's just that I guess he was just in, just wasn't the right guy for the job. Um, but uh, yeah, J.J. Abrams, he's just, I mean, it's he he. He brought Star Wars back, and um, you know, granted that Force Force Awakens kind of feels like a like a retelling of um, A New Hope to some extent, but it is. But at but, the same time, it's the it's a safe choice, you know. Well, the thing I you know I was I had a, a moment to really digest and really just think about what this really meant because at first I was like. Uh, and he still isn't my first choice. Like, if I had to, you know, get a new director, I don't think that would have been my first call. It's like, oh, let's get J.J. back. Um, it's nothing against J.J. It's just, you know, I like to see a different director, different take, you know. Um, but when I really thought about it, and like how you said, it, it's episode seven is a rehash of A New Hope. Like, it's not... It's not a terrible thing because he had to do that. Like he kind of had, like, like as as crazy as it sounds, he kind of had to re, re recapture the magic 
of the original true. films. That's because true. what happened with the prequels, like coming fresh off that, there was just such a bad taste in people's mouths. Like, you know, hardcore fans. It really divided people. It was it was it was not loved critically. It was there was a lot of problems with the prequel films. You know, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. I, I think they were okay. I mean, you know, I, there, I got problems with different things, but you know, I, I can watch them without without getting too riled up. Uh, but you know. What he did with The Force Awakens is he recaptured the magic of the original films and he set us off on, on a place where it's like, guess what? Star Wars is back and it's back to the original, you know, grounded, you know, story. Not grounded, I don't even have to say that. I mean, just this massive universe with such great stories to tell. Um, and didn't make the, the first one, even though, yes, Luke Skywalker is a big part of it and I think he'll continue to be. You know, it's just they didn't make the first movie a Skywalker saga. Like it was, it was Ray's story, and and that was a cool thing. But giving us that Skywalker taste, you know, of, of what happened with Luke. Um, so I, I mean, I don't feel like he's gonna redo the same thing with the with this stuff uh, now with with Episode Nine, just because he set everything up so well. And whatever happens in Eight, I, The Last Jedi, you know, it's gotta be shake things up even more. I feel like now it's just on a path where people are going to trust, and, and assuming Episode Eight's great, I I just feel like it's fine. I don't think he's going to do a copy again. I could be wrong. It could be the same movie all over again, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I like like you said, the the prequels divided the the fandom, and I think Episode Three is fine. Um, only problem I have is is it retconned uh, a couple things that really doesn't make sense. Um, but it, it was fine. The other two, I mean. I can I can do without them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, sure. Uh, but you know, episode three was fine. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a safe again. It's it's a safe bet, and uh, I know that he'll do all right. You know, he has he has uh, the trust of Kennedy and 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 Lucas and Lucasfilm. So uh, they're gonna put the resources out there for him, and you know, and I know that it's gonna turn out good because it's they're not just not they're not gonna let it be be bad um so far um from what i've heard other than uh some of the uh um carrie fisher uh you know scenes there hasn't been a lot of talk about reshoots and 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 redos uh for for episode eight so that's that's positive that's true that's true i i I just feel really good about this so obed i've got a fun little game for you here i want to play here on the show uh over under you know i'm sure you've heard this before over under uh, i'll give a percentage here uh over uh, over 60 percent that you believe this movie is going to be a crit- a critically accepted and it's going to be an extremely wonderful film or under 60% that it just might be good or it could be terrible. Over. There you go. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's it's going I mean the the thing hasn't the movie hasn't even been written yet, so <laughs> I mean it's the we can't just something that's coming out in in what uh 2019 so two years from now we can't judge it so i'm i'm glad you said that so now the fanboys and fangirls can stop freaking out and and rest assured that guess what trust the process yeah it's just like whenever you watch the you know a game trailer (laughs) and uh you know an e3 game trailer it's like oh no this looks terrible i was like i'm not gonna play it i was like well i don't know it may be good so Although there are some things that you could tell right away, it's really bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. So, sometimes you can tell it's like, yeah, this is dog dookie. I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, like what's what is that uh, uh, the Metal Gear uh, uh, game that oh, no one's survive. talked about? S- survive. Yeah, you just know it's bad. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Which is funny because I guess at GDC a lot of people played it and they said it's like it's actually pretty okay. <laughs> No. Yeah, a lot of people. I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not gonna support it, but, um, but ironically, a lot of people at GDC were saying that the game is okay. It's not. It's not a bad. That is not a bad game. So the irony we're talking um, about if it's really bad, and well, if we judge wrong, maybe we'll find out. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Um. Yeah, and moving on to uh, a couple of Nintendo news here, Joel. Um. The uh. Um. Nintendo's gonna do a Mario, a Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, bundled switch with red controllers 
Um, so that's coming out same day that Super Mario Odyssey is coming out, uh, which is October 27th. Uh, I'm definitely going to try and grab this, hopefully. Um, I know that, that things for me right now financially are, are kind of crazy. Uh, I'm trying to get into a house and I'm trying to save, I'm trying to, Trying to be in a the responsible responsible adult, Joel, and not That's not it, not gi- not give in to the dork side, <laughs> the dork side. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm trying I'm trying to manage my my finances, but uh, I I wanted to switch. This may be the one to get. Um, it looks really nice, and it includes a, a carrying case and everything. So, and I was gonna get Mario Odyssey anyway. So, you I'm, have I'm, to I'm, get Mario Odyssey if you're getting a switch. Have, I, I'm still looking for a switch. I I can't find one. It's crazy. This yeah. thing is doing so good. I'm so happy for Nintendo, man. They needed this. I know. I, I know. Excited. And that and that's the thing about even with our next little like topic here with Nintendo. It's like I'm, we we we've been talking about how like Nintendo yeah. doesn't have a problem with having exclusives on the Switch. It's it's kind of built. Nintendo's kind of built themselves on the exclusives. You know, road. You have your Zeldas and you have your Mario's and so on. Uh, but what's really cool is that Doom and Wolfenstein 2 are both coming to the Nintendo Switch, courtesy yep. of Bethesda, and that's huge news in the sense that now they're starting to get these big blockbuster titles on the Switch. I mean, yes, there's some um, other Skyrims coming, but you know, having having like Doom and Wolfenstein and Bethesda now backing you up, even though yes, it's a little bit after, or it's going to be out on, on on PS4 and Xbox. You know, it's cool to see. Um, you know, one of them that's already been a remaster, and the other one that that's you know it's going to come out. It's cool to still see that Bethesda believes in Switch, and and that means that they're expecting the audience uh, who owns Switch to get into the these types of games on their console. I love it. Uh, competition is good. Yeah, and I mean Ubisoft's coming out with stuff for the Switch, and uh, you know you still have Atlas with the uh, Shin Megami Tensei games are still you know sort of Nintendo exclusive games and um, uh, even even to some extent you know uh, like even now Sega because I heard today that Bayonetta 2 is going to get a Switch port um, that was like like the game for Wii U that was like like one of the best games for the Wii U so the Wii U is pretty much officially dead <laughs> I mean and it should I be I mean it's it's uh, yeah I mean it's like you you What's a Wii U? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's it's unfortunate. That um, needs but, to be the past, unfortunately. But uh, but but yeah, and I'm excited for the Switch. I mean, uh, I'm I'm hoping to grab one for Christmas. If I can't, I'm sure I'm gonna get one next year. Um, but yeah, excited for that little console. And the other bit of Nintendo news, Joe, is that uh, because of uh, fan, I. They're saying fan demand, but I'm saying fan outrage. Uh, they're bringing back the uh, NES Classic Edition or the NES Mini, as it's known in the streets. Thank um, God. And yeah, it's so it's gonna be coming out in 2018. Uh, they said that they will give more news when they're ready, and um, they also confirmed that the Super NES Mini will continue shipping throughout 2018 so good news if you because i was looking forward to getting one of the um super nes minis because of the game uh the games library comes with is is super solid um so i I was looking to get one of those but if i can get my hands on an nes classic mini as well next year i'll be happy Absolutely. I mean, it was already impossible to get. Now that thinking yeah. they're bringing them back on on stock, and here comes the next uh, Hunger Games. May the odds be in your favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because last year was brutal, man. People camping out. Um, I had a couple of Facebook friends just camping out, and it was like uh, saying, uh, was "Like, oh yeah, here I am in front of Target, trying to get me one of these NES minis." <laughs> So good news, because um, I was looking forward to getting one. Uh, it's one of those things that I that I that I wanted to share with my daughter when she's older. It's like, oh, this is what games used to be um, back when I was a kid. So it was one of those things that uh, that I that I wanted to share with her. So now, hopefully, I'll have the opportunity. If not, I have an NES. 
I mean, and it's a pain in the butt to plug in, you know, composite cable on a, uh, on a 4K screen. It's probably going to look like garbage. But, um, but you know what? Worst case scenario, I still have that. Oh, by the way, Joe, I did an experiment because I didn't try. I haven't. I hadn't tried this yet. What'd you do? Um, but I, I, I put in. I, um, I put in a, a, a regular DVD, not a Blu-ray. Regular DVD on on the 4K Blu-ray player to see how it looked. Uh, uh, up, you know, uprest to 4K. Huh. It, it looks awful. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> There's a lot of digital noise. Um, it's it looks terrible. I I, I have a I have a release date. Uh, I have a release date Transformers on DVD, and uh, and I use that, and it looks awful. Probably looks like, like an the, old movie, like this old the, weird thing. Yeah, it looks like um, it looks like watching YouTube videos on like low res. Ooh. Almost. Yeah, it it's, was weird. It's funny because the other day I was watching like a movie from I don't know, it was like maybe 2012 or something. I forget what it was, and it was, but it was on. I was on someone else's LED LCD TV, I should say. Yeah. And it was, and the the connection was not an HD connection, or they didn't have HD. It was com- like a, it was composite. It's yeah. composite. So like, oh my goodness, like the movie looked like this old like ancient film or something and i'm like this is not even that old of a movie and it's funny like how you're describing now i just have that image in my head oh no yeah it looked it looked really bad because then uh you can tell that that it was being uprest and and that the movie was crying i was like ah i don't belong here uh which is but it was it was shocking to me because blue like blu-rays um they look really really good when upscale to 4k like regular Blu-rays, um, wow. like 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 I told you, it's like other than than you know, uh, the the HDR effects, it's it's kind of hard to tell you know the difference, but but man, just going back to OG DVDs, holy crap, dude, it was awful. <laughs> I was like, and then my wife asked me, it's like, I want to watch this movie, I have it, right? It's like, yeah, on DVD. It's like, yeah, so it's like, just be ready. Yeah, brace and, yourself. And and then we watched another uh, one of my wife's movies uh, that she had on DVD, and uh, for some reason that one didn't look that that bad, but that Transformers copy it looked awful. Oh, and Transformers, forget what you will about the movies. I mean, they, they visually are good-looking movies. Like they, they are, yeah. That that's that's what was shocking to me. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and some other uh, interesting uh, news here. I have some comic book news for you. Um, yeah. You know, DC, every year they have uh, this Batman Day that they, they celebrate. Um, and this year, Batman Day falls out on uh, September 23rd. Um, and this year, they're doing Batman Day very differently. It's really not Batman Day. It's actually going to be Harley Quinn Day. Um, and, uh, because Harley Quinn turns 25 years old this year. Ah, okay. So it's very interesting. And, and a lot of people don't know this. Harley Quinn was not an originally a comic book character. She came out of the Batman animated series in the, the 90s. Yeah, and then it was from there that then she spun out and and got comic book you know uh, accreditation and you know started spreading out to the, the mainstream media. But it, it's so cool because I remember watching uh, that episode with her in, in the '90s. I've watched that series so many times; it's, it's phenomenal. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, it up too. Yeah, it does. No, it's great. It's one of those things you need to own if you're a Batman fan. Um, and I've watched it so many times, and I love the Harley Quinn episodes um, that they they had with her. And and uh, you know now you look at modern culture today, and after obviously Suicide Squad, um, now she's even brought back now more to life. And you know you anywhere last year you went for whether it was like Halloween or like uh, Comic Con or any of those cons, right? Like there was Harley Quinns everywhere. I mean, it, it, it was, I think it was the top selling uh, female costume last year, I think. Uh, and it's just no surprise. So Harley Quinn is really, I mean, she's 25 years old now and she's really, uh, you know, just uh, alive and active like never before in, 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 in the pop culture today. So on, on that day, uh, the, the September 23rd, go to your local comic book shop, Pretty much every comic book shop. I, I mean, uh, and there's gonna be those that don't, but most of comic book shops you go to, they're gonna be celebrating Batman Day 
Um, so they're going to have some exclusive Harley Quinn comics, um, Joker and Harley Quinn comics together, Batman and Harley Quinn comics um, to pick up. So I really recommend guys go out September 23rd to your local comic book shop and uh, pick up some Harley Quinn stuff. It, it'd be fun. Cool, cool. Any uh, Jill, any updates on the, on the craziness from, uh, from DC with the Leo DiCaprio and all that? Okay, yeah, so last week we were going to include that. We, we, we were going to talk about that last week, yeah. We, we were, we were. And um, I, right after we ended our recording, like the next day, we ended up seeing the news come on. You texted me, I had seen it before, but uh, yeah. about Leonardo DiCaprio being, so, uh, you know, the, the choice runner that WB wants, according to reports, Hollywood Reporter, I believe it was, uh, to play the Joker in the Joker standalone movie that they want to do, the Joker origin story. Uh, it, it made a whole lot of sense from the story, just from the sense that Martin Scorsese and him work very closely together on films. Here's the thing, though. It's been deaded by a reporter, I believe, to, to be um, authentic. But at the same time, I do trust The Hollywood Reporter. They're usually a really accurate place. So I'm not saying that they're wrong. I think there's a little smoke there for sure. There's something something brewing about a yeah, big they, actor. They're usually spot on on, on their news. Yeah, they're pretty spot on. So I just feel like you know the the so like the rap that that I trust a lot of times they were they were saying that like look like it's not the case, but I think that they're they're trying to put something out there feelers in the sense of like how open I think the public is or how the public perception would be to someone else playing Joker aside from Jared Leto. I think that's more of what they were trying to use use the media for through these leaks is to try and see what the public perception would be. And I can tell you right away my response was if you get Jared Leto. I'm sorry, Jared Leto. You get Leonardo DiCaprio. Forget Jared Leto. Leonardo DiCaprio is amazing. I would, yeah. I would totally have this guy. I don't. I'm not in for the whole thing of you know switching an actor midway through something. If you're having a series of stuff, or especially a big, big character, um, you know, like the Joker. But you're saying Leonardo DiCaprio. If that was a real thing, and that's really something that that they could actually get done, do it. Pull the trigger. Yeah, he plays a good, crazy person. He's a phenomenal actor <laughs> yeah, in general. He's a great actor. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I mean, he's he would he would have been the my uh, fantastic choice from the from the start. Uh, the funny thing is, is that um, dur during all this, and 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 again, we were going to talk about this more in depth last week, but um, Jared Leto was like not happy, but kind of happy, but upset, but not really. <laughs> it, it was it was really weird. I mean, the dude's weird anyway, but uh, <laughs> it, it it was just the how he played out was just so bizarre, and um, I don't know. And then and then that was that other thing that uh, that that uh, apparently uh, Warner's interested in getting John Cena to play Shazam. Yes, John Cena. Absolutely, I'm all about it. Yeah, he he'll be a great choice. I mean, you have John Cena versus The Rock. People will go to the yeah, theaters. Yeah, because you'll have John Cena versus The Rock. Yeah, it's gonna be Black Adam. That's gonna be it's gonna be a rematch. <laughs> a rematch <laughs> from WrestleMania from a few years ago. I oh, think. it's gonna be good. Uh, so that that's that's a way to get people interested in your movie, right there. Absolutely. Um, let's hope that that. Again, uh, and it's official. Again, I saw this week that Patty Jenkins is going to do Wonder Woman two officially. Uh, Congratulations! No, no longer, yeah, no longer rumored. So that's good. Uh, comes out Tuesday. I'm going to grab that uh, on Tuesday as well. You will not be disappointed. And now, if you've been seeing this, uh, I was just it was just pointed out to me not too long ago on all the new promotional material that WB is putting out for Justice League. Guess who's front and center? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I mean, she it that movie just is phenomenal. It's yeah. it's like the saving grace for DC at the moment. Yeah, I'll 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 grab it for sure. Uh one thing interesting, Joel, um for so going back to Marvel versus Capcom. So cuz I, I so I pre-ordered, right? And you get some pre-order costumes that that uh that, that you get as a bonus. Um but it was revealed this week that uh PS4, uh, the, there's an exclusive uh, Captain Marvel, uh, uh, Carol Danvers uh, costume that's exclusive to PS4. Um, and if you pre-order Spider-Man uh, Homecoming, 
you'll get you'll get a, a code for uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming costume for wow. Marvel Capcom. So they're doing cross marketing with with the movies for for Marvel vs. Capcom. So that is genius. I love it. I love it. I love Spider Man. Yeah. So that that was one of those things because I saw I saw the passion that uh, again going back to that game because that game got a lot of hate. Um, but uh, it, I, I think it'll do all right. And then uh, they're running ads on on WWE during WWE this week. They ran they were running ads. Uh, it looks solid. Um, I, I think Marvel's doing is very is being very cautious with how they're handling characters. Um, so, but you know what? It's 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 Disney. They're they're you know they they take care of their characters. So, yeah. Unlike, unlike, unlike Warner. <laughs> that's that's an understatement. Oh my goodness. Unlike, oh, oh my goodness. Let's, oh, well, well, we, we'll we'll see what happens with this craziness with the Jared, the Jared Leto, um, Leo DiCaprio thing. Uh, but Joel, in the meantime, where can everyone find us? Oh yeah, definitely. Before I sign off, though, I did want to point out, like uh, I know in the beginning of, the, of when we started this podcast, every now and then we do a little this week in history. It's ironic that we talked about uh, you know um, the the Mario bundle for the Switch and the timing of it. It's great just because this week is the 32 year anniversary of Super Mario Bros, um, which is just makes me feel old. Uh, 32 years Super Mario Bros. Uh, it's no secret that game's older than me, uh, so <laughs> so yeah, and it's a phenomenal game that I did grow up playing. So it's 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 phenomenal. But uh, yeah, with with that being said, um, you guys please make sure to stay connected with us. We're so glad to have you listening to our show and taking time out of your day to listen to the No Low Time podcast. Please stay connected with us through social media by following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at No Low Time. That's at No low time real easy simple to find us and then we also would love for you to send us any feedback questions or comments to no time at gmail.com again that's no time at gmail.com we would love to hear from you with that being said please also make sure to give us a subscribe on itunes or google play you can also obviously listen to us on soundcloud but if you're on itunes specifically we, i want to ask you to please take the time it's real easy and simple uh you can do this through your phone uh, just just go ahead and give us a, a review um you know, on there, it really helps us as we're trying to spread uh, this fun passion project of Obit and I uh, by doing this podcast. We want to spread this around with other people out there who just want to find a podcast that casually talks about these things that we love together, and we can go on this no low time journey together. So, till next time, guys. Thank you so much, and we look forward to uh, hearing from you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and thank you for our international listeners as well. So, thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, I like to leave you with the song of the show. This week's going to be the uh, theme of uh, Double Dragon. Uh, and this is the version from Double Dragon Neon. So thank you so much, guys, and we'll see you next week. See you guys.